This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match, big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the mind. Yo, what up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, aka the Conspiracy Realist, aka the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text you with your green bubbles. A.K.A. I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice because all the hoes say J.U. Ice. Young Caesar because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was. And the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dane. Three underscores, 313. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame. And the David Ruffner, the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the honorable Judge Boss Dame and his bitch all rise. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 366. On oh, you hoes. We back at it again. It's time to separate the sheets from the goats. You know what I'm saying? I'm t- I'm t- it's, time to, it's time to get a little like bit of distance it. on niggas, yeah, like man. Yeah. <laughs> you niggas are good for nothing. Goat. For nothing. That's goat talk. I wouldn't yeah. listen to a motherfucking thing you ever said. Mm. You haven't had one functional idea in your goddamn life. I remember getting into an argument with somebody, and I was really, like, deep in my insult bag. Like, this argument, we not talking no more. After this shit, I said, you ain't never said shit in your motherfucking life to somebody to listen to. You understand that? <laughs> like I was going deep with the insults because I wanted that. I want you to wake up and think about that shit. I'm not that nigga no more. I'm, you ever wake about wake up and thought about some shit a motherfucker said to you while they was cussing you out? <laughs> no, nah, I just be laughing. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like uh, one of my homegirls, she loves saying this shit. I'm like, I cuss your fucking ass out. I'm like, and then after you stop cussing, then what's gonna happen? <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck about you cussing at me. Like, nigga, I cuss all day. I cuss on the podcast. I cuss every day. Like, you cussing that's at how me? I feel, that's how I feel about getting cussed out. Like, I get cussed out so much at work. Like, whatever the fuck you got to say, I don't care. Nah, if a motherfucker say something truthful. That's like stinging, like, cause you did this and cause you hate blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, I hear you. You got one. <laughs> got one. Oh. Don't say nothing you can't say back tomorrow. Say that again. Don't say nothing to me today that you can't say back tomorrow. Mm. That's all. If you're going to say it, like, if you're going to take it there, like, stand stand 10 toes down on that shit. Yeah. Cause, cause you're not going to feel the same way tomorrow morning. And when we talk about it again, I just want you to stand on that comment. Is that the advice that you give yourself as well? No. The advice that I give myself, I take the opposite route. Like, I'm going to stand. I said it. I'm going to stand down on that shit. 
I don't be like I don't go back backbiting or apologizing for shit I said. Typically, listen, listen to me, listen to me. <laughs> typically, 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 I don't go doing that shit. Now, if it's somebody, I, I haven't can, seen this, but I can imagine you going Dame going wild on somebody, yelling and screaming, and then the next day you like, my bad, dog. I was, <laughs> I, was I was high, I was tired, I was hungry. Like I can see that shit happening. Dame I haven't seen it, wild. but like I can see that happening. This shit. I don't know. It's not beyond. Me. <laughs> Sometimes you have a bad night. You know what I'm saying I ain't get that hot and ready before Little Caesars Club. Yeah, he's like, listen, uh, my last night, <laughs> my last night. Yeah, I could be one of them niggas. <laughs> two yeah, of them. Yeah, <laughs> I can be two of them niggas. Mm-hmm. How was your week, my brother? Oh uh, man, week was good, man. Made it through work. I feel like it was something that ha- I always feel like at the end of the week it's something that happened, but I'll be like writing shit. Oh. Recorded Dame After Dark. Uh, shout out to my guest, Lotus. We're probably going to drop that episode next week. Uh, she's a dancer, and her and her partner upload content to, like, Pornhub. When you say partner, you mean is that a male or a female? Her boyfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. They upload shit to, like, Pornhub. So, uh, yeah. That's going to be hard. Yeah, she was. Oh. She said. <laughs> <laughs> she was real cool people. Kind of shy, but she was real nice. Shy in person, but throwing that thing online. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that she's wild. I mean, it's, it's, it's the complexities of life, man. You know, I'm not going to give too much of the episode away, but like she was a little nervous while we, she acknowledged being like a little anxious while we were recording. That's why I gave her the do say to like help bring her down a little bit. So she she's fairly shy. Like she told me when she danced, she don't go topless. Yeah, I, I got to check this episode out. Yeah, so, so I mean, Nice girl, man. I like her. She shout was out, cool. Shout out to her. She seemed like a cool girl. Yeah, she gonna bring her partner back, and we gonna talk about like why you keep calling him partner? Because that's that's how she referred to him. Like that's my partner. I don't. Oh, she ain't holler son name. Like tell you, no. Nah. Was the partner named Stacy? <laughs> I don't. Tony. Wow. Nigga, I didn't. I didn't go ask the question. <laughs> she just, you know, like a, a real ambiguous name and shit. Like, oh, that's Tony. She alluded. Yeah. She she mentioned that that's her child's father. And oh, that was okay. her partner. Oh, okay. So, right. That's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. That's what's. That's well, you know, partner. He, nigga say that shit. It mean. It mean. It's there. It mean different shit. For <laughs> you gotta ask. You gotta ask. Because you could be walking in. If a nigga something. say, "Yeah, that's my partner." Like, <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> like, <laughs> like y'all niggas, so play, you? <laughs> y'all niggas play two K together. <laughs> hey yo, that was some wild times, dog. <laughs> y'all uh, niggas play two K. Anyway, man, y'all in the gulag on Call of Duty? <laughs> shit. Like, let me introduce our guest, man. We got a guest in the building this week, man. He brought some intros too. That's what I, that's what I heard. Some intros, yeah. <laughs> like, nah, 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 not me, <laughs> not me. All right, man, go ahead, man. Do your thing. Introduce yourself, though. Well, Don Maltese, producer, Detroit West Side. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You know what it is, Ferguson stand up. All right, Ferguson or what? Out of drive in between six and seven. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Glad to have you here. Oh, that make a lot of sense now. Yeah. Yeah, that do make a lot of sense. I stayed over there a couple years ago. For like three years, actually. Okay. Uh, on Gilcrest and shit. Oh, yeah. You you got a different version of the neighborhood, though. Yeah. Well, I was an adult when I moved over there, so I don't have that. I don't, was, that the, yeah. was that that house with that big-ass gate? Yeah. You yeah. Know. You stayed on Gilcrest and what? Uh, six Mile. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You stayed on the good side. Yeah, I just stayed in the house for the most part because I don't know niggas. <laughs> That's what that homeless nigga was stalking you. Man. 
Whoa. <laughs> man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little homeless a, predator. It almost got bad for my mans out there. Uh, a homeless he, man? I think he keep my car, though. And that's what I thought. That's why I think he my fucking car and shit. So it, it be I be real irritated because every time somebody see a car, well, who you was messing with? What girl did do, do, do? Shut up, nigga. It was a homeless man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or uh, it was somebody downtown. Uh, I don't remember, but like, yeah, nigga was trying to. Anyway, yeah, nigga was uh, using nigga. your Wi-Fi all day. We told the story, but I'm like, yo, I was just uneasy. I told him like, look, you gotta go. You know what I'm saying? But he tried to pull some, but this is public access. My nigga, you standing outside my fucking house. You know when I'm here, I'm no, I'm not. You make me uncomfortable. So you need to go Look. or it's not going to be safe for you. I'm not about to be the only person uncomfortable. And then I pulled off. It was like a movie. Damn. <laughs> That's big nigga for bringing that up, though. Because I said it once. And I'm not going back and forth about my shit. I yeah. said it once. I'm about to argue with a nigga who. Yeah. I'm not about to argue with you. You gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Came back. Key yeah. Shit. <laughs> Possibly. That's funny. Yeah. He was supposed to be signed to finish records. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Then was so fresh, was so fucked up and shit, cause I wanted the nigga to go. So I tried to call the nine the the the, the police nine emergency line. They was like, nah. You gotta uh, call nine one one. I'm like, I'm not calling nine one one because I don't. They want, come out there with a different type of energy. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't want that. So then I went to the station because I was getting some fucking uh some barbecue wings and shit from the uh for the Captain J's and that bitch is directly <laughs> next door to the police station. I'm like, look, man, can y'all go get this nigga off from from in front of my crib or to the side of my crib? Like, nah, you gotta call. <laughs> you gotta call the number. Like, I'm standing in here. Like, I don't want y'all to go like. Hurt the nigga no shit like that, cause sicking the police on on a, on but, somebody black is like you could literally be saying come shoot him. But yeah. I, but in my mind, like if I'm at the police station, it's not no niggas in the back that y'all can send just around send them, there. Send them. So at that point, <laughs> y'all ain't got no niggas like on call or something like. So at that point, <laughs> it's the police station. I gotta handle it myself. I tried to be. You I tried to what? be an adult. I tried to do the the, the, the right thing. Yeah. Not emergency. It's not yeah. an emergency. I went down there. I'm like, well, fuck. But it. they told you what to do, and you didn't do it. You didn't call nine one one. Well, but that, that's what they told but you. To to, do. For me to be in a police station and you telling me to call nine one one is crazy. Like that's wild as fuck. I'm already here. <laughs> yeah. Can you like put on your coat, go get a truck? Like I should be like, I should be like, the fuck up. <laughs> I should have said, hold on, and <laughs> then gave her the phone. <laughs> I hate, I hate when a motherfucker give me the phone. That's the most irritating shit At in the work? world. Anywhere, I don't give a fuck where it is. Here, such and such one talk to you. I prefer not to talk like that. Dog, I'm t- oh, I fucking it, hate if anybody hand me a phone with somebody on it. I don't give a fuck who's on the phone. I don't want to talk at this moment. Go get the <laughs> it's a bunch of them bitches in the parking lot, and it's niggas inside. Yeah. Like, it just makes sense. Nigga, if I go to Best Buy and buy a TV, it's some niggas in the back that's going to bring this shit out to my truck. Yeah. I'm at the police station needing police help. Y'all yeah. don't have two niggas. <laughs> on a desk, they can go. They can grab some keys off the wall and just go around the block. They like, come back when they're done. I'm like, yo, this nigga couldn't be. He's staking out the whole fucking neighborhood and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why don't you just go drive by, tell the nigga move the fuck on to something? Yeah. Because if I do it, it could. It can go either they way. They told you what to do. Call nine one one, and you didn't do that. Well, it got done. Okay. I'm not a police caller. 
Like that shit will get you killed <laughs> by mistake. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, police what's, show up and. So I'll, what's the incident where you would call the police? Um, I don't know. Oh, I call the police if somebody trying to break in my house. Okay. Because you got to do that before you shoot them. Word. Yeah. I call the motherfucker police. Leave that motherfucker off the hook. And say, hey, man, somebody breaking in. I'm in fear of my life. Leave that motherfucker off the hook. And then, you know, handle your business. Mm. I thought in you, the protection of your life. I thought you can. Handle your business. You can, you can cap them and then call the police. I mean. I mean, I had time to call the police. Depends on what county you live in. You know, Ken yeah, Worthy ain't word. letting up on niggas. Nah, they not. You black not. with a CCW and you shoot a nigga, uh, they looking to put your ass in jail until the trial over. And I can't afford to be in jail until the trial over. Yeah, that's nasty work. Because <laughs> don't nobody got no bail money. <laughs> you nah, feel that's me? nasty work. So, yeah, Kim going to make you pay big bail. Mm-hmm. 30000 like nah, and that's the temp. It's going your bail gonna be three hundred thousand. Y'all got to come 10%. up. Yeah, y'all got to come up with thirty. Mm-mm. Nah, you fuck around, be innocent, right? But it's seven. It's eleven months later when you start going to trial. You've been in the county this whole fucking time. Depleted. Treating a victim like a criminal is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm the victim, but I'm being treated as a. It's the double edged sword criminal. and shit, right? Because like uh, all through. The pandemic, you know, niggas on that woke shit. And yeah. after the Khalif Browder shit, it was like, look, y'all got to give these niggas bail. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Now, if you take a look at Crime and the D for the last two to three weeks, all these niggas that's been doing this wild ass shit. Yeah. It was out on bail. And they like, why y'all keep putting them back on the streets? Because y'all just asked for us to put niggas back on the streets. And then when they go back on the streets. Because you wanted to be selective who you feel <laughs> yeah. should be on. Like that nigga too dangerous to be back in my neighborhood. Yeah, they didn't set no. Yeah. No, no. And then the whole thing is like bail not supposed to be punitive, right? Like mm. if I can't afford to get out, that the bail too high. You feel me? It's supposed to be enough money to be like, yo, I got to come back because I need this fucking money later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's not supposed to be punitive to the point where just being accused for something you locked away yeah. can't even properly defend yourself i can't go to work to make money to even fight my case right because i'm in here but then it's like everybody is innocent until proven guilty if i go chop up the whole block yeah <laughs> and it's like it's one of them like what do you do mm-hmm. i don't know keep that nigga locked up that's fucked up you know what else is dirty work can wear these here that shit yeah. been dirty work for a lot of years. How long has she been um, man, the prosecutor? Long fucking time. At least 20, 20 years. Over 20. You know, she's only had um, one person <laughs> run against her that whole time. She went in off name recognition. She went in because she's the only person on the ballot. It yeah, was one person. Uh, her last name was Burton. She was in here on the twin show. It was one person. The very first time somebody ran against her and they disqualified her. On some paperwork shit. But she had one opponent the whole time. That's got to be a cushy ass job. Yeah, ain't nobody going to lock niggas up like him worthy. That's got to be a good That's got to be a good job. Probably about 300K. That's a I hate niggas wig, too. <laughs> if you think about it. Man. Um, her hair is crazy. Didn't she get her fame like on some Jeffrey Dahmer shit or some? It was, some, it was a big case that she got like. Big recognition. It was either like maybe one of the nigga Kwame wasn't enough. It was before Kwame because she was already in office. I'm talking about before she got in office. They got her in office. I think maybe it was the what's the, the two white police that that beat up Mal, that beat Malice Green. 
Oh man, Bud. Butzel and Buds and something and yeah. something. Nevers and Butzel or yeah, some shit like that. Niggas, Nev- Nevels I, and Butzel. Yeah, yeah, I think she was like prosecuting them. Like it was one of these big cases in Michigan where it looked like I'm not saying she a good guy or a bad guy. It looked like she was the good guy though, for right. sure. And now people think she the villain or things led people f- for her yeah. being a villain. But like at one point it was up for her, and now it's up for you. That's all it takes. You get a little spotlight on you, a little spot, and you just ride that. Look, when when you catch lightning in the bottle, you just ride that shit out. You just ride that shit at the right time. So yeah, that shit crazy. Uh, Tizzy, how was your week, my brother? Uh, it was great. Um, knocked out the work week. I've been practicing. I bought a DJ mixer, so I've been practicing on that. Trying to get, you know put another skill up under my belt. That's actually my first love. Like I wanted to do that before you know producing. Mm. Okay, and you know. My airiness about being around a group of people kind of got the best of me, and I never pursued it. So yeah. it's kind of like I'm facing my fear right now, like, fuck it, I'm just about to do that shit. So, so you're going to get up and rock a crowd oh, yeah. sometime in the near future? Oh, okay. yeah. Hopefully Let's talk soon. about that for a second. So when did you notice that you didn't like like crowds? Um, Middle school, like, I just started getting, like, a weird anxiety being around a group of people. So I used to just, like, I was the nigga going in the classroom, go straight to the back. Yeah. Sit by myself. You know what I'm saying? Did something happen in the crowd before? Um, a fight? Not you, um, per se, I just, but like. I would say I just experienced a lot young, like, like, um, it was an instance to where we was in the neighborhood and it was a drive by. Mm and you know if you in a crowd you really like yeah you subject to the crowd yeah and yeah. i'm young yeah like, i'm like 13 i'm like what the fuck i'm like what the fuck and we all scared so it was just kind of like by the time it, the car made it to us the shooting had stopped and from that point on it was just kind of like i never want to be in a situation where i can't not so much control it but not see it coming. Yeah. I want to be able to see it coming. So the only way I could figure I could see it coming is if I just play the back. Yeah. If I'm if I'm up against a wall or I'm somewhere where I can see, see everything around me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, that and you know, just that and just people. I learned how people were. And I was reluctant to be around a bunch of people that I don't know. I'm like, I don't Really groove with people like that because you know I done seen people do some fucked up shit. I feel you. So just like I just rather yeah I deal with myself. But yeah. I had that love. Like I used to break my mama needles on her record player, mm. all that shit. Like young, like I seen Juice. I probably was like five or six when that shit came, <laughs> and I've seen it. And I'm like, dog, that's. I asked my my brother's eight years older than me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he told me what pretty much what it was. And oh, Tizzy was here. That's where the conversation came from. We was talking about the the the, the generations and how how many years and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. That's where that conversation came from. Your brother, yeah. a whole two generations different. Yeah, yeah. I'm the baby. Like I'm the youngest one. Almost three. It's like three to four years. It's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's a gap there. But you know what? When we was growing up, three years was a big gap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My brother so. three years older than me. So, like, his whole life was a – shit was – now it's so wild because, like, I hang with niggas who's 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. But three years older was, like, 
man yeah like <laughs> it's a different it's a different level yeah and, and between 10 and 13 like that shit light years yeah, yeah. and it's really because we yeah for sure and it's just like we really couldn't see everything like how they can see everything now yeah we didn't have that exposure to be able to see shit so if you seeing niggas is three years older than you and then you got a nigga that's five years older than you my brother eight years older than me yeah so you know Oh, my bad. No, no, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's what you was talking about earlier, like, with the bring back shame. Like, we didn't have a vision to see everything because mm-hmm. shit was quiet. Oh, we so. got to bring back shame, okay? Because there is nobody has shame for anything. It's a fucking wild place to be yeah. when niggas don't care about something. There's some things in life yeah. that should be shameful. No accountability. But nobody has shame with anything. I'm talking about murder, death. Lewd and lascivious behavior, public no, sex, anything, nothing. Nobody's no fat a, shaming. <laughs> niggas not even ashamed to be uh, stupid no more. Mo, I know. And when I say bullying, like to a certain extent, not the type of bullying that make a nigga go kill himself, but like you, you know, roasted a nigga. Yeah, and you yeah, took it. And yeah. you took it. You laughed at your, the jokes about yourself. Some days you got off on niggas, and some days niggas got off on you, mm-hmm. and you took that shit. I'll be honest. I don't think I ever seen the real bully. Like, yo, give me your lunch money type oh, shit. Oh, no, not like, that. Like, that's some TV not shit. That. Like, I guess in the neighborhood, you got a nigga that may be tougher than everybody, but I never seen nobody just walk around, give me these shoes or give me this. I, I just, you know, I don't know. Because that nigga, that was some TV shit. Yeah, like. I ain't never seen a real life bully. Not yeah. seen niggas fight a nigga that you know you shouldn't fight, right? Like, come on, my nigga. It's one side. <laughs> That's a one sided fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, bully, like I'm a go out and now with some niggas. I don't know, man, because bullying is it's 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 different, right? Because every day in school or whatever, mm. like somebody got the day where you getting roasted or this one thing yeah. that you got. You know what I'm saying? So I guess I think a good amount of bullying is good for kids. Just a little bit. And like build get, character. Getting called fat at school like ain't going to kill you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it make your skin a little bit tougher. Bring or it da- don't. Bring dodgeball back to school. All them fat niggas now can roast the fuck out of you. You know what's so That's wild. what they learn, though. Yeah. In school. You know at the so lunch funny? table. Yeah. Nigga, I'm 41 years old. Yeah, see? I don't know what the fuck they doing in school. I be hearing niggas like, nigga, they ain't teaching this in school. Nigga, we ain't been in school. So, especially like middle school. Yeah. That left middle school in 96. You probably you had to be before 96. Nigga, they was using no. chalk, they was using chalkboard. Cuz I graduated high school in 2000. So, yeah, I left middle school in, oh, 90, yeah, never mind. in 96. So, it's like It wasn't no dry erase boards back then. Nigga, it was chalkboards, nigga. 27 years ago. Who the for one, I don't even remember what the fuck was happening 27 years ago. Niggas could have been like, yo, they ain't teach that in school. Your teacher be like, nah, nigga, that was sixth grade, uh, second period. Like, we said that you was, we wasn't paying attention. I can't remember shit I learned in middle school. I can't, I can't remember my teachers. Like, not none of that shit. Like, none of that shit is clear to a nigga. Oh, shit. I got kicked out of two middle schools. So I really don't. You was whooping ass? Uh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't, no, I wasn't a tough guy, you know, like violent, but. You was a bully. No, it was, just, it was just like if I come from an area, shit, it's either you do or you don't. Yeah. My brother was one of them niggas like if you come home and you ain't get busy, I'm fucking you up. Even the whole neighborhood, it was like that. Like 
you had to get busy. So if you fuck with me, we gotta get we gotta get out. Okay, we get out. That was it. Yeah. But I didn't go out looking for the shit. I was a I'm a peaceful guy, chilling. My like I just said, I go sit in the back of the classroom. You know, a lot of people target that shit though. They target the nigga that's either okay, chilling or head. goofy. Look at this nigga over the back. Look at him. Redhead ass nigga. Yeah. Like anything. Yeah. Anything that's distinctive. Oh, blue pants ass nigga. Yep. Like what? And then don't like y'all know, yeah, you know, I know you probably do for sure. The um my man that ran the corner pocket podcast, yeah, Gary. Yeah, yeah. I grew like he's That's why I said it makes sense. Yeah. Now, Cause I know he from that neighborhood too. Yeah, like across the street. He was one of the best roasters in the hood. So just kind of like I got my chops from him too. So if I go there, I'm gonna go there, and you gonna want to fight. Yeah. So it was one of them too, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't bother. I never. I don't bother nobody. Like I just be chilling, bro. So if I fight you, we going there. Yeah. So yeah, I got kicked out of Winship. My first fight in Winship, I got Damn. kicked out. They kicked me out. They said then, you gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> kicked me out quick as hell. What the other guy look like? Shit, you know you get you get in fighting school, go home for three days, come back. You know, nah, them niggas put me out. <laughs> like put me out. Um, then I went to my mama put me in the academy. She like I'm gonna fix your ass. You got kicked out and put you in the academy. And you know they from Oak Park and all of the. And they trying to bully me. I'm the new kid. I'm like, man, y'all niggas don't even know where I come from. <laughs> nigga, like, like, what is y'all niggas doing? Altercation. Yep. And that was smooth. And then the next year, I had three in a row. They're like, no, nah, this nigga got to go. It was so bad that they. Be the peaceful nigga. That's a whole lot of fights. And they was bothering me. <laughs> they was literally bothering me. I asked yeah. the nigga for a pen. He slapped me. <laughs> That's what happened. I asked a nigga she for a pen. prepared for school, nigga. That nigga was like, Fat. I'm like, the fuck? Hitting. They take me out of the classroom. Then he lied. So that made me mad. So I'm like, nah, we about to scrap in this all the way in front of everybody. And they was like, nah, this nigga done fought three times in a row. You got to get the fuck out. Damn. And it was so bad to where they was like, all right. We go double promote you to make sure you don't come back. That's crazy. Yeah, they we, double promoted me. They tried to. They tried to fuck you up. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm gonna put you in a real hard class. Maybe they were saying it was I still got that report card, like to where it's. I was supposed to go to the eighth grade. They like, nah, send that nigga straight to high school. That's crazy. Yeah, and like I, I, I tell, I'm not. I, go fight some niggas your own size. Same <laughs> skill level. Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly you keep manhandling these little kids around here. It was like, no, nah, you gotta get the fuck that nigga out. Nigga, back to Detroit. Like, right. <laughs> you know, them niggas did they work and shit. I wasn't used to that. So for y'all niggas to try to bully a nigga, like, damn, I ain't even bothering nobody. I'm coming here to fuck with the hoes, like y'all. Them niggas want happening. <laughs> That's funny though. I'm like, no, y'all double don't. promote this nigga to get him the fuck on. Yep. Hey, a, I swear that could have ruined you, dog. What if you're not ready? I'm, I'm, in my, I'm in my right grade, nigga. I'm not supposed to be in the ninth grade. I need to learn the eighth grade shit. Man. I tell you, when I went to Cass in the ninth grade, that first week, week and a half, I'm like, man, I want to go back to the eighth fucking grade. We should listen to Miss Smith. This shit hard as fuck. Well, like, I'm like, man, this shit hard as hell. I went to four, so it was pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> but what's so fucked up is, I'm fairly sure we went over the shit, but like, when niggas in the classroom throwing books at the teacher and shit and scrapping... 
it's only so much you can do. You know, but what was crazy about Ford, it was like, it was kind of peaceful until I would say like my 11th grade year when them cats that was graduating in 2006 came, it changed. Mm. It was like the fashion show really slowed down. Was that after they closed the school? No. Okay. Like that was before. I was like four years before they started okay. that shit. Well, they, I think they closed Refer like after the 07 class. Okay. So I was like a you few gone. years before that. I was already out of high school. Yeah. Cause I heard them times was wild too. Cause you got, we bring in other neighbor kids from different areas and shit. Cause they school closed. And I, I feel like they did that shit on purpose. Yeah. I feel like they did. Like why y'all, I'm still, I still be thinking about that. Like then y'all replaced Refer with Myers. Y'all some foul niggas. And they sent all them niggas to Ford. Y'all niggas figure it out. And you know, Ford and Rafford is like. They real close. I mean, not real close, but I mean, they relatively close high schools. I mean, they close that You way. mean like as far as location? Yeah. Yeah, but not relationships. For niggas. sure. That's like, that's like Cody and fucking McKenzie merging. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Cass and King, you niggas need to merge. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Northwestern and every other school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas fought everybody. Yeah, because they were so big. Yeah. Like, they don't look that way until you go. They don't look that way from the boulevard, but on Grand River, you get the whole mm-hmm. whole view of that shit. Shit built like a jail. Tizzy, let me ask. I know you mentioned that uh, your first love was the was the DJ because you saw Juice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Was you into hip-hop before then at all? Yeah. Okay. My favorite rapper, um, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Okay, that's yeah. my nigga. Yep. Um, my brother had uh, I want to say death certificate. Yeah. On a cassette tape he got from For my sure. cousin. Now my cousin, like I'm the youngest grandchild on my daddy's side, so you know my cousins now they probably like fifty five, fifty six. Mm. So he got the tape from her, and I'm like, you know, I'm going through my brother's shit. He he outside his boombox still sitting there, so I just hit play on it. And um, I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I'm just going through his tapes. I'm like, this shit fire. I'm just listening to the music. Of course, I don't understand what he's talking about per se at the time, but it was just like the music. So, yeah. Like my first, I remember Too Short, Young. That's so funny. My brother was bumping Too Short and fucking um, Death Certificate. (laughs) Specifically, them two joints and shit. Uh, Not a predator. He was my favorite rapper, though. I'm like, I think. Well, nothing like the chronic. Though. I think that because. <laughs> I play that shit every morning. It's another funny story about Gary Lee. <laughs> because Tupac came around '93 ish, yeah, and '93 '94 ish, yeah, and then he like he took over for mm-hmm. until he passed away. Yeah, I think niggas forget somehow. I'm yeah. not sure. How fucking big Ice Cube was, but Ice Cube was the biggest rapper in the world. He was. He was. Without the singing. Like, he's Drake. He's, like, the biggest rapper in the world. Like, And I want to ask your opinion, right? About all of y'all, everybody in here, right? You know how they speak about Rakim changing, like, the soundscape, like, the cadence? Yeah. I be tussling in between Rakim and Kooji rap. Well, and I'm don't nobody else rap like Kooji rap. Well, there are other rappers who rap like Coogee Rap, but like everybody yeah. started rapping like Rakim. But Coogee Rap was always so ahead of 
Only reason I say that because you got Ghostface, Raekwon. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Nas is like a combination of <laughs> Rakim, Kooji, Rap. Like I would throw in a different name in this conversation, in my opinion. Big Daddy Kane. That's Ho. That's Biggie. But I'm saying like in terms of like changing how niggas yeah. rhyme, Rakim or Big Daddy Kane would have to be it for me. Because <sighs> a lot of niggas still got that same type of flow pattern you know maybe yeah. not rapping the same as big Daddy came, but like they still got that the idea the, yeah. the scheme yeah the scheme yeah i think rakim probably get it because like these niggas is rapping about my radio my gold chain yeah hip um, the hop. random party rhymes and shit you know yeah. not even like in a negative but niggas at parties they, yeah. they get down you know what i'm saying but he came in on some five percenter shit rapping mm-hmm. different not cursing but still like how, how he was putting words and shit together, it was like, yo, this is different. Like, what was that? Um, I ain't no joke. Yeah, the breaths he was taking in between bars, I'm like, this nigga tripping. I'm not taking nothing away from him. I well, I will have to add Big Daddy Kane. I can't exclude Kooji Kane. It's like I wasn't in the big Big Daddy Kane mm-hmm. era. I do remember uh, the Wild Wild West. And I ain't know. I mean, it was Kumo D and yeah. shit like that. But like, I was still young, young. Like yeah. I remember it seeing it on TV, but I wasn't absorbing any of that shit. Yeah, you know I'm just saying. saying I, it's because I went back. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I know how important that was to like my uncle and shit like mm-hmm. that. But like, I can't actually say like I witnessed it and knew can put people in their categories. Yeah, yeah. But I just didn't. Because you, know you didn't experience the, yeah. the overall impact. At the and time I didn't it happened. I didn't. But I hear people talking and yeah. you go back and listen to it. But it is nothing like being there while it's happening. Yeah. Like kids will go back and listen to Pac and think you understand everything. But it's different when it was. Yeah. When it was happening. Yeah. You saw the field and you saw Pac. Like you can't experience Tupac the same way now or anybody or any boxer. Right. No. You can't experience I can't experience. Everybody say that um, Sugar Ray Robinson was the greatest fighter of all time. The whole nine years. Yeah. I watched the tapes. I've seen everything, but I don't know what the rest of the field looked like. Yeah. Right. I have no idea who these guys he's fighting because yeah. I wasn't there. Like Muhammad Ali as well. Yeah. Yeah. But that's. But it's like since I don't know where the what the field was. Yeah. So it's hard for me to say, yo, these guys is like it's like niggas right now. On some LeBron Jordan shit, niggas will tell me, and there was a, a a large amount of people say Jordan ain't play against nobody. See, you wasn't around, and mm-hmm. you didn't know what the field was for for that to even be like a that thing. That nigga was playing against greats every night, and but like when you don't know, yeah, I feel you. You just you, don't. You just don't. So you really can't speak on it. Yeah, it'll like, be the same thing for us. 10, 15 years from now, you talking to your son, you trying to explain that Floyd Mayweather was the greatest, and that nigga's like, nigga, Carlos Lopez got <laughs> yeah. 39-1. and one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. He not gonna, it ain't going to resonate the same with him. Yeah, it's kind of like... Um, I, had a, I asked a nigga how old he was today on the internet, because that, you know, that Pusha T shit we was talking about last yeah. week. A nigga said, Pusha T, top 20. I said, how old are you? I just, because I'm curious. Yeah. Top 20? Like, it's only like how old was this nigga? He got to be. He a never child. responded. Oh, but I'm like, huh? And he said, and he's still getting better. I'm like, how old are you for you to think? Not saying this because how top twenty? 
You see Jim Jones talking about that shit? Yeah. He's talking about name five Pusha T songs. He funny as hell. Name him. He funny as hell. But grinding? Like, grinding remix? Say, no, I'm fucking <laughs> with you. <laughs> he funny. Well, like, why am I? It's criteria I like Jim based, Jones though. as, I like Jim Jones. But, like, I don't think he is the gatekeeper for top 50 criteria neither. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't trust his opinion that much. Well, I when trust it, his opinion more than other people's opinion. When it comes to criteria, make records. And when it comes to criteria, I, I believe he has the right to speak on it because he He's, he make records and he sell records. But and if he, you ain't sold but more than me, and I'm not nowhere near the list, you, th- you think Pusha T ain't sold as much as Jim Jones? I'm not a hundred percent sure. Oh, I, um, I mean, we got the Google machine up. right there, <laughs> so we can find. I out. don't, I don't know about this one, man. Like what records you thought Push T was going platinum on? Which what's what what what? Well, the group album, you know, was pretty much it. And I think Jim Jones only went platinum with balling, right? I have no idea. I don't I'll, listen to Jim Jones. <laughs> damn, that's crazy. I mean, I, I know all them the the mm-hmm. the, the party the records, yeah. But yeah. I don't. But a lot of niggas fuck with Jim. Yeah, I fuck with Jim. He has and di- yeah, something about Miami, Diary of Miami, or yeah. poem to the whatever the fuck. I start fucking with Jim Jones, Hustlers. Uh, Oh yeah, I heard a but like niggas swore swore by that shit. I'm like, yeah. yeah, that was like Diary of a Summer was like. And if eh. I'm not mistaken, didn't he drop a project like two or three years ago that everybody was like, "Yo, El this, Capo, he, like yo, this Jim Jones, that was shit the best is. shit he yeah, ever dropped." Mm. I'm not a Jim. Wasted Jones Talent fan. was crazy too. Seven studio albums, two compilations. It doesn't give me nothing about record sales. Who was that? Jim Jones. No, look for Push Your Teeth. Because <laughs> what's the album that that sold the most for Pusha T? Well, give me the names of Pusha T albums. It's almost dry. Uh, Daytona. Yeah. What was the other one? I think the rest of them is like mixtapes, if I'm not mistaken. My motherfucker was the same nigga I asked how old he was. He was like, yo, man, that nigga just, he just, it's just, D- dumb niggas don't understand what he's saying. That's what it is. This nigga rap about drugs the whole fucking time. What you, what you mean? I don't understand. You know what people look for. You know some people look for when they listen to rappers. They looking for niggas to talk about a life they don't live, so they can fantasize about. Because he was white. Oh yeah. Or non-black. Without a doubt. I'll say he was non-black. Nine times out of ten, when people listen to music, they looking to get something from it. Like uh, I forget who. Matter of fact, I think Charlie said this shit. Years ago, like Mo, was that Charlie? I don't know, but like when you ask somebody who their favorite rapper is, mm-hmm. it's either somebody they aspire to be or they see themselves as. Yeah. So when niggas had a the the debate, is it a Nas or Jay Z? Like the more introspective nigga, if you see yourself as that, you probably gravitate to a Nas. Yeah. And then some people because they either always wanted to be rich and famous or mm-hmm. this elite level, or they see themselves as that now. Yeah. They go that way. That's not like a hundred percent all the time, but right? Like, most people they identify themselves in their favorite whatever, yeah. or you connect more because this c- connects more to your lifestyle. Yeah, this mm-hmm. that. But like my whole argument with this 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 uh push your t shit was nobody saying a nigga not dope, right? right. But if we just gonna base it on like rapping skills, well, fuck it, cannabis better than all y'all, cause like I can find better verses. From cannabis, just let him go. It's, it's been his birthday week. Just let him. No, what I'm saying is, <laughs> so okay, fine. 
Because every time I drop a song, you know all the words to it. Or I refer to, when I refer to a cannabis joint, you know exactly. I, the, I enjoy cannabis, nigga. I'm not saying that I don't. All right, that's but not don't, the argument. No, I'm just saying you gave a little tone like, all right, all right. But what I'm saying is. It, it was your birthday on Sunday. so nigga, we just, fuck the birthday shit. Who rap better? Cook. Who rap better? Then who? With cannabis and, t- and Pusha T. Who rap better? Cannabis raps better. Yeah, he Should does. he be on the top 50 list? No. He, I bet cannabis sold more records than Pusha T. Oh no, he didn't. I'm not. He ain't doing enough. Who? Cannabis. cannabis. He had two albums. He ain't doing enough. Yeah, like Some, four. But the first one went platinum, and the second one did too. Do do do? Does Pusha T have two platinum albums? I believe the first three, no, the first two group albums. I don't think he ever went platinum solo. Gold for well, that's okay. That's not him. My bad. Let me see. I'm gonna I'm look up Pusha T. They said he has a five double XL gave it a five star album, but you know what does that mean? Uh, no, nah, man, he you know a lot of critical acclaim. So basically, what I'm saying is critical acclaim don't put you in the top fifty. I can think a whole bunch of niggas who could rap. Does Crooked Eye rap better than um than Pusha T? Yeah. Yes. Like I can th- I can give you a bunch of niggas who rap better than him. I'll be like, what puts him in top fifty or top twenty? Oh yeah. If it ain't Pusha because T you rap better than everybody, it's not your sales. Like what is it then? Pusha T album sales is horrible. <laughs> yeah, he, not, he not selling a lot of music. Bro, that nigga's not selling too much of nothing. Like so what 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 what, what I don't remember this was niggas what still. happened. So I think the, I think the point that Jim was trying to make was <laughs> this shit is terrible. like where where this shit come from? Like, <laughs> terrible. It's, it's the allure, you know what I'm saying? Niggas sell the what he's selling is swag. He's selling the package. You want to be he's selling the drugged coke. Coachella was Coachella. Like he's selling that. He's selling the drug kingpin. But I see, that's what I was. Pusha T is selling that character. But see, that's I what it. I was saying. Like when Bro, when. Yeah, when, I mean that's you can say that too. It's it's another form of the mafioso rap. You know what I'm saying? Rick Ross do it all the time too. Yeah, he just pick way better beats. Yeah, he pick better beats. But like Jim said when he was on, was it High Nine Seven? No, that was a Breakfast, breakfast Club, Club this morning. He was like, "Yo, niggas didn't want to be like Pusher T, and the hoes ain't want to fuck. That's how niggas be like, yo, the niggas want to be like him, the hoes want to fuck him." Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell artists. I do tell artists this when I get with any rapper, like it's gonna be hard for you to survive in this time and, you know, be an artist that don't have to appeal to people. They don't give a fuck about your music. They really buying into you. Big fact. So yeah. if, if you're not one of them type of people that they want to rap like, walk like, talk like, et cetera, you're not gonna do too much of shit. And you niggas that want to hide and not expose your personality to the people, well, just make music to listen to yourself in your basement. Because mm-hmm. that's the only way it's going to go. I don't know that they can, they don't make them type of niggas no more. Like 10 years ago, the Kendricks and Coles yeah. was the last ones who can get quiet and like not be outside. Well, I, I think an artist could do it, but like you just, the music just got to be that good. Like in order for you to, Maintain that air of mystery. You got to drop like a Kendrick, Cole, Drake esque album to start to command that shit. They can command their narrative because they put in the work. Is once you put in the work and cr- but craft start, that masterpiece. Yeah, but when you starting off, and if you don't want to be social, 
Like how you on, how do you put that work in? But you know, when niggas don't care about the music no more. That's why I said I don't know that you can do you, it. You know what say them blogs? Yeah, for sure. Like chat forum niggas and shit like that. The college kids like it'll be podcasts and save the niggas. Now. Yeah, it'll be hip hop podcasts and save these niggas. That's all it's gonna be. The because the, the, the blogs was social media, but you but still yeah. gotta see them. No nah, man, if you if you get on a popping ass podcast, you don't need to see that nigga because you got the validity. Oh yeah, true. You got the validity of the podcast. But you what I mean by you still got to be seen, y'all got to notice them. Yeah. What's gonna happen if y'all don't notice them? Y'all yeah. not gonna notice them if y'all don't see them. Y'all go hear the music and be like, "Okay, hey, where this nigga at? Where he at? Yeah, because what most, type of person is he? I hear, I see visuals more than anything else." For the most part. Yeah, and it's like... Well, that's the first thing I see in a lot of cases. Uh-huh. Something on Insta... A snippet on Instagram or something. It... it I, don't she I think it's a little bit different for R&B. Yeah, and, you know, she, you know, I think she started off as a songwriter, too. Yeah. So, she already had credentials. So, you know, they get to a point to where, like, all right, I want to show my face. And they just start yeah. putting out damn music. Hip hop like, is like you selling, you selling the character, you yeah. selling the push a T. Yeah, you selling. It don't matter. And I say this too: it don't matter what you say. If you can't sell it, it don't mean that you gotta sell it. Like you could say the sweetest shit in the world, but if you can't sell it, it don't matter. Like I feel like, like for instance, I'm gonna give an example, right? Like we like Ti trap music, mm-hmm. but. When he dropped What You Know, he went, he snapped. Like, he sold us T.I. at that point. Like, the King album, like, What You Know? Yeah. I'm like, damn. He just sold it. I would sold say, uh, I would do uh, his first joint. Um, his first album? Yeah, his first I'm joint. I'm serious? I'm serious, right? That was hard. It was hard, but he ain't. He, we yeah. didn't get sold on that one. No, we now, didn't. Now, when 24s came out, when Rubber Band Man came out on trap music, like, yeah. all right, we threw David Banner in that bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was some big records. But yeah. no, the character of T.I., the yeah. dope boy, like he sold it. When I think of a nigga that sells his character, and I feel like this nigga character is Teflon, is Rick Ross. Because yes. he always... Rick Ross. Whenever you see that nigga, he always in uniform. And even when he got caught up with that shit about him being the CEO, mm-hmm. like it wasn't enough to to shake that nigga character. Because by then, 50 was kind of like, I think to me, and I was talking to Ann about this, and he, he was laughing, but I just feel like the gang single-handedly killed G-Unit. He 100% did. So by by the time 50 was going at Ross it was just kind of like your impact ain't what it was when you first jumped on the scene you know what i'm saying so i think 50 only got one w under his belt that's ja yeah and shit a questionable w thank you thank you nobody agrees with me when i say that cuz he didn't go away then he could drop big records until he went to prison on that gun yeah. charge Continuously, and then came out and jumped in the movie. <laughs> like it took him away from what he was, but you just you you killed the nigga sort of and took his style. Yeah, you took his style. He, he sung on nine albums on his first album. His first nine songs on his first album. After all that shit, he talking about him singing nine songs. He carried a tune on. 
Then you went and do the you went and did the massacre, like the one your biggest commercial album, the massacre. I was all fifty by the massacre. I didn't like that shit. I love the massacre. Yeah, I do too. I do I'm like about that to shit. die tonight. That was my shit. Yeah. And That's my cool hood song, was my man. shit. Yeah. Those two songs. Niggas screw they face up at me. Yeah, and my hood was my <laughs> shit. Yeah, I don't like that album. About four songs on there I fuck with. Once it got to Curtis, I was done. Yeah, I ain't like it. Curtis and After the G Unit album, I listened to the G Unit album last Friday actually and shit. That first one, yeah. But after three hundred bars, it was a wrap. Yeah, he game literally destroyed them. Niggas. He did, like he was a bigger star. He was funnier too. Yeah, that's a funny nigga. Like, yeah, somebody said something. Uh, like funny rappers. <laughs> game is on there. Fat Joe. I don't know. I don't know if he's a funny rapper. Now that nigga's a funny personality. Yeah, yes, not funny rapper, but like niggas who always got the jokes and will crack on you, to roast you, say crazy oh. shit. Cam for sure. Game for sure. Rick Ross for sure. Yeah. I need more names. Fab Gilly. Fat Gilly for sure. Yeah. But we don't even. I know Gilly from rapping, but nah, niggas do not know Gilly from rapping. Yeah, not Fab. from rapping. Fab. Yeah, Fab used to get down on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Twitter. He was wild. Twitter Fab on Twitter. was wild. Twitter Fab was wild. I'm trying to uh, think of who else was a rapper wise. Who gonna have some fucking jokes? I know Ti is trying to be a comedian right now, but he not like. I, I want him to stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got jokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fifty's an asshole, like to the core, and don't care. And that's funny. It is hilarious. <laughs> hey, I'll be funny. honest though, man. Like I never thought a lot of that shit he was doing was funny. I didn't think that TV show was funny. Uh that that disappeared <laughs> uh, on BET. He did oh, like yeah. a little sketch comedy. Yeah, show that shit was trash. Cent? Yes. Yeah, That's how bad it, it was. It was short lived. It what was it? Central? Yeah, BET 50 Central. Central. Yeah, that shit was trash. That shit was bad. It was a sketch comedy show? Yeah, yeah. it was trash. Don't even remember that shit. Thank, thank God you don't. Okay. It was like, bad. <laughs> I remember he was shitting on um, Jaru and Irv Gotti and all them. And like, um, what's that shit? He, when Irv was doing the show with the um, Tales. Tales. He was like, nigga, that's da 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 da. Nigga, that show lasted longer than the 50 Central show. And Tales was fire. Yeah. I don't know what happened with that. I never got into it. That shit was fire. It was on BET. Like in real life, like yeah. one, it's on television. Yeah. And niggas don't watch TV like that. And it's on BET. Like, ain't man. that crazy though? Like TV? Like you did you ever think it would get to a point to where niggas don't watch TV? Um cable TV. Yeah. Well, so the thing is this. Niggas watch TV more than ever right now. Just not every kidding. every Christmas, mm-hmm. TVs is the number one thing they get bought. Niggas buy TVs over and over again. Now, niggas are not, everybody's not watching TV live no more. Yeah, no cable. You know what I'm saying? You may not watch it live, but Hulu was getting watched. YouTube TV yeah, is getting yeah. watched. Everybody got these apps. Where yeah. We TV, still watching this shit. TV is, has been presented as an a la carte option that's available to me whenever I want it. Like, I don't have, like you said, you're going to binge watch Snowfall. That's yeah. the choice that you made where you can watch it at your convenience. Mm-hmm. And that's what's changed about TV. Like, nigga, certain shows came on 830 Thursday. And if you didn't watch it or tape it on you your VCR, not you're not see seeing it. Uh, you may not never see it again. Now, yeah. That's how boxing matches used to be. Well, that's how boxing matches are now. 
when it yeah. was on HBO on Showtime, once you miss the pay per view, they'll bring them bitches on the next week. Yeah. That don't that's not a thing no more. No. You feel me? But like there was a period of time like, like I used you, to I used to tape fights on the VCR. Hell yeah. To go back and watch them bitches. I still got some of them tapes. I do too. I got Tyson Holyfield. I got Holyfield and um Holyfield and Lennox Lewis on VHS. Of course I got the super fight on VHS. But like, <laughs> hell yeah. I still got them bitches, dog. Like all the motherfuckers. Cause yeah. there were where else you gonna see them? <laughs> yeah, that's mm. it. All right, we jumped all the way around the block. So look, Tizzy. <laughs> so when did you was like, all right, I like DJ and all that shit. We, clearly, we got you got into producing. Like, mm. when did you when did you listen to music and separate the two? Like, there's a rapper and there's somebody's making the beat that he's on. I think um, around the time I started reading the album credits. Okay. So that was probably I want to say Ready to Die. I start reading album credits and I asked my brother, like, what's this? What's this? And he was like, this nigga made the beat. And I don't know about the rest of this shit. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So I'm looking at all the album credits. I'm going back, looking at TLC album credits, all my, my, my old school tape, Shantae Moore, all that shit. <laughs> Janet Jackson, I'm seeing Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis. So I'm like, who is all these people? And then. DMX stop drop came on. I'm like, this shit sound easy. Man. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> nigga I'm heard the Swiss Beats was like, like nigga, uh, this shit easy. Yes, it, it, it really made me believe that at that point, I'm like, okay, I can do it. Like, at, at first, I was just making sounds with my mouth, getting in trouble in school, beating on the table and shit. But, um, I'm like, oh, I can do this. And I tried to rap too, cause I like how I made rap. And I already kind of talk slow. I'm like, I'm a, that's what I'm going to rap like. And then I know you see yourself in that. See, yeah. See how that came around? Yeah. So it was just kind of like after that, I noticed what they really had to do. Like, yo, you got to put yourself out there more. The nigga that's making the beat ain't really got to. Back then, we were just niggas was in the back. So you still trying to play the back. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm straight. My moms and my brothers saw, the, saw that in me first. Because my mom's a, a, a trained piano player. She know mm. how to play the piano. She never taught me shit. <laughs> she didn't. All she know how to play the piano, too. All she told me a couple songs. was, if you really want to do this shit, you go teach yourself. And once you learn how to play other people's songs, you can create your own. And they gave me the keyboard. That kept me in the crib. I started practicing. How old are you at this time? Twelve. So it was like my birthday in 98 is when I first got my first keyboard. And I just started practicing on it. And um, I was watching this Christmas movie. And Curtis Blow, the Christmas song, came on. His Christmas song came on. I can't remember how it go, per se. I just kept rewinding the little the little tape because yeah. I recorded it because it was like the Christmas time. And I recorded it. I kept replaying it until I heard everything and I remade the beat i called my mama downstairs like listen i I did it i did it she said now you can create your own stuff so that's when i really got into it man that's super dope (laughs) yeah if i really got into it then and i was just replaying everybody i was a sophomore high school junior high school 11th grade yeah 11th grade i graduated 99 yeah you 12 years old. I was 12 in 98. <laughs> I think I started rapping in 98, though. Yeah, my brother um, was already out of high school. 
after the DMX album. Yeah. It's, it's matter of fact, it's the second one. Because they came out that same year. Yeah, it was the second one. It was Flesh of My Flesh, but. Um, That's when niggas was selling albums. Yeah. And I was like, I think it sold so many. It was like, yo, drop them again. This drop them again next quarter. <laughs> I heard that <laughs> that weak ass guitar melody. I'm like, this shit sound easy as hell. In my mind, I'm like, I know I can do that shit. So I'm just I'm gonna let Swiss Beats hear that shit, dog. And he's still my he my he my favorite nigga too, though. He was getting a little backlash this week. I saw on the internet because that album. Yeah. It's not I, it. Nah, it's I like listen to it. It's like two songs on there. I listened to the one joint with Jada and uh and uh Benny. Uh, that's all I got though. That was dope. I like that one, and I like the Lil Wayne one. Okay, but that was pretty much like I, the Nas one could have been better. I haven't listened. I just I'm a, I'm gonna give it a spin. But somebody mentioned somebody dropped the lyrics to that one, and I went back and listened to it. All right, I'm gonna give it a shout. Yeah, but that's what. Really, like, help me. Once I understood everybody's job, might not knew how knew how to do it per se, but yeah, that's what really made me like, yeah, I'ma just take the back and make the beats. So, what was the first beat that like you really bought to life? Like, who rapped over it? You still got it? Uh, it's that shit probably somewhere in the landfill. Me and my niggas from the block, we they used to have a tape recorder, right? So we really had that bitch hanging like it was a mic. Mm-hmm. And I would play my beats, you know, take it to my homeboy basement and um, play the, play my beats live and then rap over it. We had so many tapes. Like, we was literally doing that shit every day. So they somewhere in the landfill. I don't know where them bitches at. I was even it's, rapping. Man, it was so wild because everybody went through this around that same time and shit mm-hmm. before – had like the double deck player. So one side is playing the, the joint and then the other mm-hmm. side I'm trying to, and I got literally a microphone plugged in and shit mm-hmm. trying to rap over. You know, I, mean? I got a bunch of tapes yeah. that I'm rapping over. And like at that time, like I don't know, fucking producer, like you wait for a song yeah. that has a whole bunch of shit. So Juvie 400 Degrees, like when that shit is over with, mm-hmm. it's a whole, it's 16 bars. It's probably like twenty four bars. That's just, it's just the beat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Manny uh, was letting that bitch rock. Uh, the niggas from Cas IRS, right? Yeah. They had one of their songs on there. They had a song, and then it was just the beat mm-hmm. for like a whole verse, a verse and a half and shit. So I'm like, all right, well, here go two joints that I'm gonna get. And on people when they buy that single, right? You, you might get, get the instrumental. You get the instrumental and shit. Like that's the that's how yeah. I was able to come up with shit. I was. I had the single or or the, the instrumental of "Ain't No Nigga," you know. You what got I'm beats now, nigga, got a, and was re- <laughs> dubbing mm-hmm. over that. So, yeah. nigga, I'm talking about ballistic missiles on fucking uh, 400 degrees, shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I got beats up over here, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first experience was somebody actually recording to my shit on Pro Tools, and happened to like oh nine, like it was like oh nine where I really I finished college. I'm working, and um, you want to let niggas rap on your beats in college? That seemed like a perfect place to find. Like you a, gotta have a computer, you gotta have a mix. I was kind of like still like reserved about alone. fucking with people. Yeah, I yeah. was still kind of like mm, I had it. Niggas, some people knew if you got close enough to me, you knew. But a lot of them niggas wasn't rappers. You can't come to my dorm room and listen to no. Beats. No, I, I wasn't even on campus. Oh, okay. I was at. The, I was going back home. 
well, going to work, going home, yeah, I feel stuff you. like that, yeah. So it really like my homeboy, black from the hood, could reconnect it. We all reconnected. My nigga Chris still stayed on Asbury Park, and he was recording in his, you know, in his crib. And it was he was like, man, just come through, nigga, just come through, because I was sounding like Knife Wonder and Kanye around that time. Zaw samples, you know, niggas was really like, shit, no ways cash out was was burning up. Yeah. So they wanted them keyboard beats, and I'm like, damn, I gotta make this shit. So I started making that too. Man, that's how. I, and I don't mean this in a negative way. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about the these this Detroit type beat that's now. Yeah. Uh, like I'm, I'm glad that we've carved out a sound and stuff yeah. like that. But we had a sound before too. I think like Black Milk had a sound. Yeah, like Black Dilla Milk had a sound. Like Apollo Brown. They got, they got. It, there's a very specific Detroit producer, MC rapper sound as well as you know everything the, else. You know the problem with Detroit. I feel like, and this is just my honest opinion. Detroit don't like nothing until everybody else like it. Big fan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no way nobody in the city. Should have known, like, how you niggas didn't know about Jay Dilla back then. How? Like, that shit still, like, he wasn't as big as he, he was huge. He should have been more revered. Yeah, like. Like, how people love the music now, but, like, nigga, he was doing this shit, like, in the Slum Village first album. Like, I remember the far side running away. Yeah. I remember that, like, you never heard nothing like it. Nah. And niggas was sampling crazy. But see, man, I I wish some people was born in different time frames. Yeah, because had the internet been around, Diller been like you had to you had to actually get the source and read that bitch. Like yeah, we got magazines to look at them pictures, yeah. post some bitches up. It's not it's not a lot of people who was reading the full kids in our in our bracket. I was reading the full page of all them bitches because you'll get an interview with different producers yeah. and read this shit, but like. But you you made a good point when you was talking like the instrumentals and shit. The barrier entry was a lot different. You can Google, you can go on YouTube, type a Detroit style beat, find it, download it, and rap to it. Yeah. You used to have to know a nigga that did beats. Yeah. Be able to get in where the nigga gonna let you come over to his house yeah. and listen to beats that he made in his house. Like it just wasn't like a bunch of niggas, everybody wasn't doing beats. It just yeah. wasn't a bunch of niggas yeah. around. Right. I didn't know Jay and- Dilla who Jay Dilla was when I was in high school for sure. And he was doing the common like water for chocolate, the green album. That shit came out in 99 or something. Like I, I was in high school listening to the album, but I didn't know who Jay Dilla yeah. was. Like how would I in real life? Like how would I know him at 17 years old? Now after high school and I'm an adult sort of, but I got a computer and I'm on the internet mm-hmm. and I'm really, I'm on allhiphop.com. I'm on hip hop DX. Yeah. I'm on hip hop game. I'm actually starting to read articles and shit and in, in more circles with actually music. Cause we start doing music ourselves. Yeah. Putting albums out and doing different studio shit. Then you get, I get engulfed in it, but like yeah. am I engulfed in it because I'm quote unquote behind the scenes. Yeah. Or is this just cause niggas still, there's so many Detroit legends who go walk around here and niggas have no idea who they are. But see, again, this is attributed to Detroit not appreciating what we have here. Like, we literally are the most, when it comes to music specifically, we have so many different versions of music here. And people come here 
hear it, we not making a big deal of it because I feel like Detroit is the only place that hate their own slang. We know the lingo. We want to hear something fresh. So when we hearing we we hearing what we already know, it's kind of like, man, I, I I think that's a that's a big thing too. So like growing up, why do I know what neighborhood Nas come from? Yeah, why do I know streets in in Queens mm-hmm. and streets around? Um, I like that. Detroit people are getting put on, and when T Grizzly said pull up in the Scuddy zone, yeah. well, I know where that's at. Yeah, right. Like I'm, I'm, I like that other cities and states are forced or no lingo from us. Yeah, like when say I pull up on Carlisle, well, not Carlisle, yeah. I pull up on Barlisle or Carlisle, like. Yeah. That's the street in the city. Yeah. You got to figure that shit out. Just how I had to fi- figure out what the fuck the, the Lower East Side was or what side of 40 Ave do you stay on or, or oh, you in 142nd in Harlem or. You hear them East Side niggas yell out 48205. Yeah. Like, nigga, I know where the red zone is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, we, it's still a lot of people that don't appreciate the run we having now, but. We've never seen Detroit rappers get on like this before. Ever. And like, but it ain't from it ain't because of the support from home. They getting exposure everywhere else. Everybody else blowing them up. It's not from here. I think T Grizzly was the only one that really that I could agree with. Like he popped here. Big fact. He popped here. I can't say that about too many rappers. I feel like here. I feel like Babyface, Babyface Ray. Easy. Vezo. Nah. I don't them niggas know. be in Milwaukee. They Milwaukee be yeah. fuck with Detroit, dog. It's like a, it's a, it's they a, got a cult following. Ohio and Mil- like Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Detroit. Like if you think about it, and I say this a lot, like, and I'm going back some time, of course, like almost twenty years. You remember when Tone Tone dropped? Uh, I ain't playing with you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now you listen to Jeezy early stuff. Sound like Tone Tone. You know what's you know what's a <laughs> I I really hated this happen. I can't think of dog name, but when Twenty One Savage came and took his song, basically mm. I'm just flexing on my old chick. Yeah, what's my man name? He was from here. Ah, uh, fuck, I can't remember his name. He was flexing on my old ho. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was like Baby George or, or something. Lil like that. George. Yeah, Lil George. Lil George. Lil George. Oh, it wasn't Lil George. It I'm wasn't? pretty positive. No, because. No, Cause, Cause Cool Breeze used to DJ for him. Cause it was fast um, Flexing on my own hoes It was yeah, real fast And it fast. was a whole song about it whatever And anywho um, When 21 Savage dropped on that 10 bad bitches on me dancing Like in that towards the end he was like I'm just flexing on my ex bitch yeah. Hold up I'm just, And we never heard from Dog again yeah, I think that's a little George Maybe take a little check from it Nah, we be getting jerked. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> and you think about all the areas who really, so you say like Minnesota, Milwaukee, Ohio. And yeah. Shit. Basically, all the areas when kids go to they go to college that's in Michigan. It's yeah. in the general they they surrounding the areas mm-hmm. of Michigan State, Eastern Michigan, whatever. Then they take that music from here. Yeah. Back home, and they be like, Yo, who is this? Oh, nigga, this the East Side Cheddar Boys. So this is such 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 such, and they start developing like. Fans, because they hear during the week. I mean, during the semesters, you in Michigan, you Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Go back home well, not Michigan, the, but. Go back home for the summer. Yeah, and then you take that music and shit back to you. You start fucking like, who is that? Oh, these these guys from Detroit. Or this is the, the, the. And that shit start. Yeah. That's why they got that. It's a circuit. 
For sure. Yeah. A little Midwest circuit, for sure. Yeah, I was telling people, I was like, you might not want to admit it, but Kid, the producer, and Tone Tone, they, that was a new sound. All Jeezy did was slow that beat down, but he sound just like him. He sound like a Detroit nigga. That's why Detroit love him. Yeah. Because you listen to his music prior, he sound like a country bumpkin. <laughs> I'm like, this shit, like, when I heard I'm like, this shit terrible. And then you, it, it just switched. And it's drastic. M City Junior. Okay. 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 M City Junior. Yeah. I remember. No, Lil George had a song called "The Sauce." Yeah. yeah. That was, somebody B&E. stole his song yeah, too. The Sauce. That was his. Somebody shit. stole his shit too. Yeah. I, I remember that song. Yeah. Is 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 easier to take it when you're a bigger artist? Yeah. That shit get down south, and then you know. I remember this. Oh, ho. Yeah, I remember this. Damn. I mean, the track, the track is doing what the track's supposed to do. Yeah. The hook is... That had to be about what 2014, 2015? Mm-hmm. Hey, this was seven years ago. Twenty seven. Well, this video was uploaded seven years ago. Who knows? 2016, 2015. Yeah. yeah. It sounded like it. And then when that then that that 21, I'm just flexing <laughs> on my ex bitch. Hold up. It was over. And I when I heard that shit out, cause 21 been around for a long time. Right yeah. Now. But at this time I'm like, yo, who this nigga trying to steal this joint? And he never went away after that though. Plus he had the bag from Yeah But he was independent artist yeah. Initially But I'm like damn If niggas would've got behind that You know Yeah It's hard It's hard to get that love from Detroit And I don't I don't know why Because they don't they I don't. think I got the theory Because everybody here Feel like they a star Like it's hard for me to No pick. you only gonna get love from Detroit If they fear you <laughs> And no everybody else like you Like you literally got to be like somewhere else. You think like, niggas. Who, who here that they came out of Detroit who don't have a street affiliation at all blew up from Detroit? Nobody. <laughs> Zip zero, nigga. Nobody. I don't feel like none of the Detroit artists is hot. Sound blew up here. It may have had. Uh, it had a, the other, young boys are Orlando, uh, Lando managed. City boys. boys, yeah, they ain't even from the city. I think them niggas from Ann Arbor or some shit. All right, they ain't even city boys. They just shitty boys. <laughs> I saw what you did there. <laughs> I saw what you and did. it's only our. It is only one that's baby trying. Like baby trying really popping. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. We can talk. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. Can talk. Yeah. Um, but like everybody else, like you gotta be a you gotta be a real street guy for them to I, fuck I was, with the music. I was trying to think like Sada, but like yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, they'll fuck with your shit if like you you either cool enough or dangerous enough for me to like. And I, know, I, I was straight. like, do niggas really fear Sada, baby? But I was like, the last time I saw that nigga, he probably had forty motherfuckers with him. But see, you know, they he, fear that. Not like he, fear him, like yo, I'm Sada, baby's gonna come and kill me type <laughs> shit. But like you know, what I'm saying it's a. I, I don't even think it was on his own though. It was like 
T Grizzly was like the nigga that opened up the door. Yeah. When he made it, he opened up the door. He come on Sada. You know what I'm saying? Skiller baby is right there. You know what I'm saying? Like that nigga Skilla. always be rapping about beating ass. So yeah, he that do. level of fear. He like do Skilla, though. Young he do Monroe though. nigga. He a smart kid though. I like Skiller. Like he was in here on somebody's podcast and uh he he he's smart. Like that Detroit Dreams. Oh my God. It was like boom bap. Yeah, that nigga can rap though. He can. And it blew me. My nephew was like, put on that Skiller baby Detroit Dreams. I'm like, all right. And I sat and rolled with my nephew and listened to it. I'm like, oh, he busting. Like, he going, he snapping. He cold. Yeah. And it made me, you know, it made me interested. Didn't he sign an Interscope recently? I, I think he did. I he think signed he signed with somebody. Yeah. He he there. He cold though. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't know, man. Who else? They came from the city that didn't have no street affiliation. I nobody. Yeah. Cause like if it's a Big Shine don't got no street affiliation, but he came through Kanye. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. Like a bunch of rappers here. Eminem, Dre. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Uh, D12. Eminem. Eminem. <laughs> Royce. Here you go. Eminem. Shit. Proof. Royce kind of made it on his own too. Nigga, first time we ever heard rap, heard Royce was on a song with Eminem. But he had enough to. St- a lot of those niggas that M put on didn't have enough to stand on their own. Royce had enough to stand on his own two legs. He didn't necessarily we're, need Eminem. We're not denying that. But the first time you heard Royce rap was on what song? A nigga, bad me's evil. Bad me's evil. Yeah. Nigga, I killed it on the on the on the one of the biggest albums ever. I killed that shit. I'm set, nigga. <laughs> and he wrote on what the Chronic 2001. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. got to be a good and Diddy, and Diddy last train of Paris. <sighs> that nigga pen game crazy. Yeah, keeping the bills. Paid. I think <laughs> I, I he number one on my list. Detroit he's one of, rappers. He's one of the, he's one of the best rappers. Period. Like, like I don't find me somebody who raps better than Royce. I know a lot of niggas who can rap just as good. But I don't know a lot that can rap just as good. I think not that, at that a level. lot is relative. Yeah. <laughs> that list start getting smaller and yeah. smaller when you're rapping at that type of skill yeah. level. Yeah. Royce is Elzai close. Yeah, Elzai yeah. raps just as better. Just as good. If if not better, just like Elzai's a he's a he's an alien. Yeah. It, he Elzai's an alien. And Royce said it seems like he's an alien. Black Thought is an alien. You know what I'm saying? Like Black Thought is fucking ridiculous. Nigga, when Black Thought, well shit, I think year year and a half ago Black Thought and Royce did like two songs back to back. He's like, "Nigga, this shit is crazy." Like how the fuck I'm supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Like what I'm supposed to do with Toby and Toby <laughs> oh, yeah. dude, and yeah. he had another joint. He was like, "Yo, this is like this not even fair. Like why do mm-hmm. I got to rap with this guy?" So it makes me write even better and then Black go write his shit better and it's like yeah. But that, but that's how it should be. It should yeah. be three niggas in the studio. Like, let me hear what this nigga gonna say before I finish my verse. But yeah. the aliens recognize the aliens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Lupe is an alien. Like yeah. he can rap. I don't. I used to be a super duper Lupe fan. I don't dig as much now, but I know the talent he got as far as that pen is concerned. Oh, he cu- he, he's he an alien. It. He got it. Like a nigga alien. It is what it is. <laughs> Can't deny him. Yeah. yeah. At all. So, Tizzy, what what MCs you working with nowadays? Um, 
Well, I've been working with Mac Nichols. Love Mac. G Rock. You uh, working on Mac new shit? Um, I'm pretty maybe, sure. Maybe you okay. can't even say or not. Okay. I got a lot of <laughs> I got a lot of music with Mac Nichols. Um, G Rock, Big Hurt tapped in. That's what's up. Um, I did a majority of Cash Out last album. Okay. Um, T Villa, me just dropped the joint with Fabo. Yeah, that was my music pick last week. Bring a friend. Yeah, we just dropped that joint. Um, got some joints coming with Hunted. You know my, the, you know the usual suspects. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Daz Jordan. Um, it's a lot I can't even think of right now. That's but, some big names though. Yeah. Big records I'm expecting. Oh yeah, some heat coming for sure. Okay, for sure. That's what I try to offer my best production wise. I'm a huge fan of Mac, and I like how frequently he put out music. We needed a nigga like Mac. Yeah. I like thinking Mac, I wasn't always hip. Mm-hmm. I've always known about him, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I wasn't always hip. Um, and I've been getting hip recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, he remind me, because it's the, the, the raps as well as the visual. Yeah. He remind me like a, I know this is going to sound wild, like a Detroit Rick Ross. Like luxurious dope dealer rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mixed with a little like. He doesn't sound like Rip Ross at all. But I'm like. It's he, just a feel. Yeah. And he talked that lingo. Yeah. He be hoeing niggas. Yeah. His lifestyle is hoeing niggas. Yeah. Like he's literally like putting you down without trying to put you down. Like it's 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 funny to me. Yeah. Like how when Jay-Z dropped Reasonable Doubt, you had to know the lingo. Like, I remember watching my brother and them listening to it, and they knew what the fuck he was talking about. I'm like, I'm 10. But I'm like, the politics as usual stuck to me. So I listened to that shit, and I was looking in a dictionary trying to <laughs> figure out what the fuck he was saying. But it was really just like street lingo. Yeah. And Mac talking, and it's authentic. Yeah. And when you see him... I don't want to call it a character, but he always he's him. when you see him. He's him. Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately, I do like working with artists that are cool with being themselves. Yeah. Confident. I don't I don't like the op rap. I don't like the op rap at all. So what's your process? Do you like to be in the studio with a nigga while he recording or you just send... Y'all work together on the track or you just send it over? Like what's your process with it? Um, I'll pretty I'm open to anything, right? But I've I mainly email something, I'll send an idea. You know this nigga that wanna sit in the back, man. And people. If they hit me up and they want me to change something, I'm not opposed to it. I'm I'm a producer. I like to think of myself as a producer. Like, if you want me to change something, rearrange something, I have no problem doing it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I email joints and they deal with me. They tap in and they'd be like, look, can you flip this sample for me? I flip it, send it back, and, and it's a go. Okay. Oh, shit. The shit you did uh, with Ant on the. Um, the State of Mind. Sta- man. I played all that. Man. Hold on, man. Hold on. Let's go to this shit, dog. <laughs> yeah, I played that. No sample. Did your mama ever teach you anything with the piano or the keys at all? No. Still to this day. Nothing. Wow. It's almost 30 years. Nothing. <laughs> she a foul nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that was the lesson. That was the lesson. Teach yeah. yourself.
That's one of my favorite MP songs too, by the way. That nigga was on there going. But um you know it's That's it's, my nigga. It's dangerous territory fucking with a classic I sample. Was, listen. And that shit is perfect though. I was scared, nigga. Like he called me, like, let's trap out Nas New York State of Mind. I said, fuck you, no. <laughs> Y'all your fucking mind. Like, nah. We got the phone and it hit me. Let me try it. I called the nigga like, all right, I got you. And I figured out the keys. I'm like, oh, all right, bet. I just whipped it up in like 15 minutes, sent it to him. He like, what the fuck? I'm about to record this shit right now. You know how Ant talk. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got something with this one. Like, bitch hard as hell. But I was scared. I was scared. Yeah, that shit. You touching the classic. Like, you got to do it justice. Yeah. Like, Primo, one of the ones to me. I used to chop my samples up like him, too. Um, I watch his uh, I follow his YouTube and he do mm-hmm. the, so. What's up? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I love too. that shit, dog. I do too. I like it. I like hearing them stories, and I be mad as fuck. This I, two stories. I be mad as fuck. So y'all know I love Nas Rewind. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's like one of the most creative shits ever. It right? is. And nigga, somebody asked him about it. He was like, "Well, nigga, that shit was easy. I did that shit in twenty minutes or some shit like that." I'm like, "No, nigga." I want to hear a more detailed version. Is I want to I want you to hear you say <laughs> I stayed up for weeks at a time crafting these bar. He like, oh, that was one of the, like how the fuck is this one of the easier songs? He was like, I just gave Nas a bunch of beats and he picked that one. I threw thirty beats on the CD. Like I I I'll nah, be wanting to hear like nah nigga this is different. But then it'd be like a random song and uh Primo be like yo this what happened with this one. He'd be yeah. like, no that's crazy that that everything came together like that. Yeah. Like even with the so when you said it only took you fifteen minutes yeah. to to make that beat, I'm salty. Yeah, literally fifteen minutes. Once I felt it, now nah, fix this story. Next time you tell it, say you was uh, you stayed there for hours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> trying, trying to perfect the you sound. Ask, you ask your mama to, to you know you know what I'm saying to tell you, to teach you the keys. Like you got to do the whole thing, man. She a foul nigga. She, <laughs> she, she, she never. You think you can get her to play some keys on a song? On a one day, one day. That's that's the goal. When I get, bring her into that big setting, yeah. I'm going to get her. She can sing, too. Mm. She just never pursued it. You know what I'm saying? But Man, I think it came through me. She played the keys and you sample her voice. You you got to get that beat to something, something spectacular. Oh, yeah. It would have to go to somebody that I trust. Yeah. Like, to do it That's justice. my mama. Yeah. And the world got to hear it. Yeah, like so you, my man's, but I don't think the world gonna hear this one. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, I'm gonna give it to the. <laughs> no, I think producers should pick. You know what beats not to play for certain niggas. Yeah, I think producers should produce that way. Like, nigga, this is not in your pile of beats. Like, you don't, you don't get to hear these beats. It depends, yeah. though. But you know, because until you make it with somebody, no one may never hear that beat. Like the bring a friend beat is. Different from what I would normally do. You know what I'm saying? It was simple. I just wanted to try something because I had been studying like the 808 frequency. Okay. And it's kind of like a hypnosis. That's why it's been going on for so long. I'm like, let me try something. I wasn't even going to get that beat to nobody. I just uploaded it on Instagram and then I put it on YouTube as a short. Like I I heard a chick on it. T Villa was like, FaceTime, like, let me get that. I'm like, you show, nigga? He's like, yeah, I hear something. He sent me the hook and his verse. And originally it was supposed to be a girl on it. 
But um, he was like, nah, I'm going to put Fabo on it. And I'm like, Fabo? I'm like, Fabo, Fabo? <laughs> he like, yeah, nigga. Like there's more than one. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> we got to do the black po- the black people double. Yeah, Say it you twice. Know, black people get it the second time. You know, T. Villa, um, I met him through my close friend that passed. Hmm. It's crazy. It's 20 years he's been gone this year. Met him um, in high school. And um, he used to hoop. I ain't know the nigga rap. He ain't know I made beats. So, um, like 2012, I started seeing him on Twitter posting this mixtape. And I'm like, nigga, you rap? He like, yeah. I'm like, I make beats. I'm about to sing you some shit. And we went from there. But so when he told me Fable, I trust him. Because, you know, we 20 years in. Over 20 years. I'm like, all right. And when he sent me that shit back with Fabo on, I'm like, I'm wow. I that shit too, man, because I want niggas to hear some of this shit that you've been making. Bring a friend. Yeah. What up, dog? Motizzi, you a fool for this one. Motizzi, what up, dog? Feel me. Baby, if you come and be a hundred, you can win. It's a real nigga party over here, so bring your friends. Me out of tip, huh? You talking like I don't know that you lying through your lips, huh? You keep on saying you the shit, huh? How you getting money? How the fuck you don't got money for your rent, huh? I know the game like I made it, played it. I picked up where I left off, <laughs> saved it. Work good and the numbers right because I waited. My two feet all up in the game, but I ain't playing. I'm saying. I hope T Villa drop a visual in a strip club with a bunch of fat asses no. to the Bring a Friend beat. It's yes. Gonna, it's going to be close. It's gonna be in a mansion. Oh yeah, this that's regular, even better. The regular strip. Don't I wasn't. Don't I wouldn't waste a great song and a good beat on a regular ass strip club video. Every fucking video in Detroit is well, niggas in the strip club. Well, he live in Atlanta now. Well, they got real strip clubs, and um, they actually um, gave him a single release party at the Views in Atlanta that's tonight. What's up. So, oh, so they playing this shit tonight? Yeah, like him and Fabo, they're performing it tonight. Oh, that's love. That's love. They performed it last yesterday in Toledo, and I believe in Columbus the night prior. No, it's gonna go in Atlanta. Let me. It's gonna go stupid in Atlanta. Yeah. How that make you feel? (sighs) You know, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm happy I get to do something like this with my day one though. Like, yeah. I always say like I just want to make it with my niggas. If I make it with my niggas, I'm good. Like the cloud catchers, whoever. As long as I make it with my niggas, I'm good. I don't care about none of that other shit. I just want to kick in that dough and be able to pull out the rest of my niggas. That's in. a fire. That's that's a fire yeah. track. It got a little bit of, like I can hear E40 on that shit. Yeah, I I basically. And I put Cali, Detroit, and Atlanta together mm. with that beat. And, yeah, that that was my creative process. I did think about that one. I actually thought about that one, like the 808 frequency, and then I wanted to appeal to Cali, but I also wanted that tempo because Detroit kind of got a, like a dance tempo. Yeah. It's kind of up, kind of upbeat, so I'm like, I want to add it. Not too fast, but it it's going to make sense. So I kind of infused the three and put them together like that. So that's a, that's a fucking mix right there, nigga. Yeah, cause I, I might mute it out so nobody take just take the sauce. You are you in train the mega powers? Yes. Okay. 
Because I caught that at the beginning, the, the old macho man. Yeah, that's my nigga. That's another person, 20 years. He, he a couple couple years older than me. Train a good dude. I man. met him through Gary. Straight up. Gary, nephew, Dante. They um, went to high school together. Mm. And um, when Dante went to the Navy, I believe, you know, Train would come through. And this is before music. I was still in, well, I was in 11th grade when I met Train. Train was already, he just graduated. Um, he introduced me to Train just on some humble shit. I'm going over there to fuck with Gary. Yeah. And Train was there. And then Train would just start come picking me up on the weekend. I'd go to Best Buy with him, all type of runs and shit. And um, shortly after, you know, we started talking and Gary like, well, you know, this nigga do beats too. Because we didn't know either of us was working on music. And it just went from there. Mm. Y'all niggas hanging and ain't talking about shit. Ain't talking about (laughs) shit. About what music? Nothing. Hey, look, man. I posted this shit on Instagram earlier today from um, some podcast. But this kind of explains exactly what that is. All right. If I can... We gonna play it? The only no we okay. niggas like it's niggas that well known niggas in this city been around forever. Mm-hmm. The only no we know is what's up, bro. When I see you, I ain't never got your number, ain't mm-hmm. no like, but we got respect for each other. Yeah. What niggas, what niggas fucking up is everybody want to know everybody all the way. Mm-hmm. Like how I fought with y'all, we right. fought with each other, yeah. but we don't know each other. Yeah. Right. I just now figured out you had two kids, but you my man. Yeah. You send me daily texts every day. Yeah. But I don't have to know you. Everybody that you feel like with, you know. That's why I don't know nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't in my business. I ain't in your business. But we you fought with point. each other. What's up, bro? Yeah. So See you out. y'all was riding with each other. I'm not about to get all in your business. We just, we don't know. You know, what's up, my nigga? You want to boo boo Go to dog, Best Buy. I, I had a homie from high school, nigga. We was hanging. Like, nigga, we would be hanging. And I was at his crib one day, and I heard a baby. I'm like, somebody else here? He was like, yeah, that's my son. I'm like, nigga, I didn't know you 10 years. I didn't know you had no kids. <laughs> That's like me finding out you had a sister. I don't know how. Or you meet a nigga like based off one name and then you end up finding it, finding out his real name like 30 years later. Man, you know what's so funny and shit, dog? Because niggas been, I've been Jay Johnson since like, I don't know. I think like eleventh grade or some shit. Yeah. One and somebody said Jay Johnson and that shit just stuck. Yeah. Tenth grade or some shit like that. But it was one of my niggas and shit that I'd have known at this point, it was like over ten years. Yeah. And it's everybody it's Jay Johnson. Mm-hmm. He was like, Dog, what's your what's your first name? <laughs> 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 I'm like, what? He like what I just know Jay Johnson. Like, what's your first name? I was like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. Joseph. Ten years later and shit. Jelani. That's crazy. Somebody hit me up on the Instagram this week and was like, Hey John, uh, are you are you still sudden? So I'm like, I don't know this person. Yeah. Because my name's never been John. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you don't know what the J stands for. <laughs> and then I went, I'm like, yeah, we don't got no. They don't follow me. I find like I don't know who this person is, so I just never responded because <laughs> I'm not John. <laughs> yeah, you wilding. Yeah. You don't even know. Yeah. You wilding. <laughs> you said like it was familiar. <laughs> you listening? Try back. Try, yeah. try another J name. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you it. But he was like, "Yay, what's up? <laughs> you still doing photos?" I'm like, 
who sent you, dog? <laughs> like, <laughs> you said you? That you came wrong already. Trying to line me up, dog? No, I'm straight, dog. She wants you to come by and take some pictures. Nah, I'm straight. No, no, ma'am. Uh-uh. Um, man, this is super dope, though. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what I'm about to ask. So you and Train, do y'all do some production together as well, right? Yeah. How is it producing with another person? It's fun. Because I, I literally don't, don't know how. Like, I'm responsible for the baseline. I'm going to do the snares. Like, how does that even work? How, like, sometimes I'll do the melody or he will. Mm-hmm. Or he'll chop a sample. I'll put the drums, bass line. I might add some music or I might just add some music and he add the drums. Um, however, whatever we feeling, you know what I'm saying? Has anybody ever changed the bass line after y'all completed a song? No. Because I wonder what that would look Listen to both of them. Because, you know, with the bass line, yeah. all the shit is in there, but the bass line different. Like, it's a different song. Yeah. And yeah. I would love to be like, yo, this was this was his version. This was my yeah. version. Like, Yeah, no, nah, no, no. If anybody does that train is gonna have a coordinator. <laughs> so no. You know what I want I wanna I wanna challenge y'all. I want I wanna do ooh, I just thought about this. And I would love for y'all to bring this challenge back on the pod. So this is my challenge. Mm-hmm. I wanna give y'all three samples. Yeah. And I want both of y'all to make beats off of these three samples without y'all hearing each other's shit. And I wanna come on the pod. He play his version with the sample. You play his version with the sample, and we can see what y'all came up with. It's not like a who better because that's not. It's not about being mm-hmm. better, but like I would love to see what y'all did the cr- with the same sample. How close it is. How polar opposite it is. Because what if you niggas came back with the same song? Damn near. That'd be crazy. that'd be fucking crazy. Because we. But y'all both got different ears. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's. Man, I, I want to see it. Me and him, like I'm more melodic. He's more. I want to say aggressive, but he got a darkness to his production. And I find my, it's hard for me to challenge, like channel that. I be wanting to make that dark shit, but it's just well, like. Well, after that, after that fucking, um, after DMX first album, that's what I wanted. Yeah. Them, them, them orchestra, like, doom, doom. Yeah. Like, and I, I got some songs I did years ago. I'm like, and I think about like, I think I was looking for, for DMX. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Dark as hell is hot. And um, you know, majority the of my of the time, and my, the majority of my favorite producers are very melodic, like Battle Cat, Quick. Uh, Shout out to my nigga Melodic. Actually, he the, made that beat for me. Mm. You ever he he got to be fire. Melodic beats. I know. I, I, it sounds familiar, so no, I know. Melodic I, been out here for. I gotta know time. who he is. We just got. I I believe everybody here. What we do here. And take it Yeah <laughs> You know what I'm saying That's just how I feel You know what I'm saying um, But yeah The majority Like we are Extremely different So like we did um, NPN 100 YBE mm-hmm. We did that together Yep So it's interesting To hear us bring Our sounds together Train I know you listening I would love for y'all to do this, I, this I'm with project it. and uh, come back on the pie and That'd just, uh, you know, rock out. And then, you know, all y'all listeners who be listening and who in music and shit, <laughs> maybe them be the beats that y'all buy. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do it. But uh, hey man, if somebody want to buy beats from you, where mm-hmm. they come find you at? Motezy underscore underscore Instagram. What up, Mo underscore Twitter. Spell Motizzy for them. M-O-T-I-Z-Z-Y. Okay. Where the name come from? Motown. 
I used to call myself Young Motown. Uh, My okay. nigga Chris, he he came in looking like Young Mo Pizzy. Something like that. He he put it in a rap. He said, Hustle Man did his rap. Tizzy did the track. Hustle Man did his rap. And I'm like, damn, I won't get sued if I use Mo Tizzy. So I changed my name to Mo Tizzy right there. Mm. So I since 2010, I've been going by Mo Tizzy. Mm. That's what's up. Yeah. Did you bring us some new music we can play for Music Pick of the Week? Or or just give me a song where people can get familiar with you and your production. I ain't going to put the spot on you for brand new music. But if somebody want to get familiar with your sound and what you're doing, we, we play Bring a Friend. We played um, MP. MP joint. Um, that's two different sounds. Mm-hmm. You want to give them a third. Matter of fact, I got a cypher track that I can display. I ain't released it yet, but. Yeah, send it to me. And I got a I got a wild ass story about that one. So I tell Or you, you know what? There. You can connect to the Bluetooth and uh Alright. Uh yeah, I'm a I'ma do the video for this and drop it at the same time, but I don't If you I go to Bluetooth, it's BTA two. Yep, I got you. Boom. I don't mind dropping it here with with y'all for sure. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah. Closing and cutting rivers on property with vivid memories of me sliding on niggas properly. Break across the border and cool it down where the tropics be. Now I call notary for Monopoly. Back on the field, and you know that the lead begin all the scoutery. I used to hit the road with no urgency for the opportunity. We used to pitch and serve out the double tree from a poppy seed. I built my name from a legacy, not a gimmick. Perpetuated gain, let it bang on the alien instant. Screech shots of freeze brain, his brain can't feel a thing. My young is specialized if you need a guy for a thing. He a expert renaissance, since the shorty was wildin' with it. Was going forth along for the package, we killin' scrimmage. I stood on every word on this level, it's hard for mimicry. I used to sleep in trailers with junkies who study wizardry. Uh, in the blue coupe, looking too cool, bucket low, looking hey man, too cool. So New music blasting the Bluetooth. Blue this also is fucking crazy because when this shit first started, it was two samples from cannabis joints, <laughs> and then the third sample was a uh, um, oh. Eddie Kiss dissing uh, Fifty Cent, like nigga, you a fag? That's why I'm rock. No, that was a. Uh, yeah, that was that was that was Jada Kiss dissing Seagull. Yeah, Sun Kiss. Yeah. So, no, it was something. He's like, that's why you a fad. That's why I'm rapping on a disco beat or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Fat yeah. stinking nigga. What yeah. bitch want to lay with you? you? Think I can get you smoked in a day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that shit fire, nigga. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and I, they was rapping their ass off. Who was that? Um, his name, um, Hall of Fame Ja. Okay, I do the I do. Me and him do a podcast too. Okay, he, he shoot videos and everything. You nigga, you got a podcast? Yeah, never would have knew. What's the name? What's the name? What you posted that, dude? The Oppression Olympics. <laughs> the Oppression Olympics. That's yeah, we up. actually a part of Ant and P Network. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we just cranked back up. He had his um daughter. Shout out my Pan Pan. I call her Pan Pan. Um he just had a daughter, so I I, I wanted Shout him to, to take MKU. time. I wanted him to take his time with his child, you know, as well as, you know. Taking just taking some well needed time away, but yeah, yeah. it's him, Dash Jordan, um, Eastside Yak, um, Russell Conway, and this guy named Vine. Mm. And the interesting thing about that beat is, <laughs> y'all gonna be like, nigga, you wow. 
I was watching Just Blaze on the Funk Flex, Five Minutes of Funk. I chopped up that, all of that, except for the drum break. I had that drum break just sitting around. But the the samples, I chopped all of that from um, that Five Minutes of Funk, Funk mm. Flex. I was like, damn, I want to use some of this shit. And I just, and I held on to it for a few years. And I went back and I just chopped that shit up. Even that scratch you hear, that, that's just Blaze scratch. Okay. And I just had to time all that shit. So what you gonna do with that music? You you dropping that on something? Oh yeah. Okay. I'ma um go put my vocals on it, kinda introducing everybody, you know, that whole thing. And um I'ma shoot a video and release the song at the same time. Okay. I like that. Man, that's fire, dog. I like yep. that. Um, that's fire. And if you want another one, Mac Nichols, sixteen hundred dollar sixteen hundred dollar hoodie. I did that. <laughs> Mac talking that talk. He said, Y'all niggas gotta stop wearing your chain outside of your collar shirt. You look pressed. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Think about how many times you thought that though. You see a nigga with a chain outside of the collar shirt. You like you ain't supposed to rock it like that. Tuck that shit in. Nah, you need to see it. Mm-mm. Nasty work. <laughs> <laughs> Talking that shit, don't he? Man. Man. And low key, me and T Villa got one of the best Detroit anthems. Is me, him, Sino, and B Ryan. Mm. We got one of the best Detroit anthems. Okay. Man, I'm with it. Shit. Um, we that's that's music pick. Um Who scudded this week? Uh Sleepy Joe? Man, this shit's so scudded, dog. Let me play this shit, dog. Oh goodness. <laughs> like when is he not scudded? <laughs> Man, this shit bad. Where the though. fuck is Kamala? She was sitting behind him while he was getting booed. <laughs> oh, he got booed, nigga. Wait, yeah. wait till this shit, dude. Shit. <laughs> Let me give you. It's a majority. Let me give you. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look. I ain't never seen this shit before, dog. 
When the fucking president get booed and like Trump didn't even get booed. Like, fam, they in the <laughs> That's where he be giving the addresses and shit. They, like yeah, him. They in oh, Congress. They like they he y'all, can, y'all can't see. They like get him out of here. They doing the little cut. Like, no, what are you talking about? What are you like? like, yo, this is crazy. He deserves This nigga it. announced that he running again. That's what he's supposed to do. No, man. Nah, he gotta you get know, the fuck up is, out of there. Democrats is fucked. Yo, I don't think fucked. I don't think he should run again, but like There's nobody the, else to run. Fucked. Whoever the other candidate is is gonna win. I don't know who the fuck going. Whoever the other candidate is, they gonna win. Oh, it's gonna be Trump, nigga. I don't know that to be the case. Yeah, if it's it are. might be Ron DeSantis, and he gonna win. Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gonna be Kanye for sure. I I voted for Kanye one of them times. Come on, no, you did. Come on, I did. <laughs> Tizzy, you just wasted the paper. Bro. I know. I'm a foul nigga, but I did. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm like, man, fuck both of these niggas and roll Kanye name down. It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, niggas about to go waste their vote this time. I mean, you all the Democrats for, about to waste their fucking vote. You vote for Trump? Who? You vote for you vote for Joe Biden? It's like, fuck it, put Kanye name down. Vote for one of the other eight names that's on that motherfucking shit. Like I don't know y'all. I brought. I voted for the Green Party. It was another black woman running for uh, who was the vice president. They act like Kamala was the only one. Yeah. It's more than two options. You know what I'm saying? Fuck them Democrats and fuck them Republicans. I be giving the Democrats a hard time. I'm not no fucking Republican. You yeah. feel me? Fuck both them niggas. And you an idiot because you be hard on one side as if like niggas be like like Democrat. Them white motherfuckers ain't evil too. Yeah, and it's crazy to me. I and I really it. just feel like, you know, our people especially whatever they see, they don't really look into it. It's like whatever whatever's being put in front of them, they go for it. You know what I'm saying? You pick a lesser evil. No, know? niggas primarily pick Democrat cuz that's what they mama voted, that's what my grandma mm-hmm. voted. But like, dog, <laughs> I be honest, like Democrats they never got us nowhere. Every fucked up city in the country is ran by Democrat. Yeah. Every fucked up black neighborhood, city, crime rate, that shit is run by Democrat. So a project. It is what it is, dog. I don't <laughs> whatever do whatever that information you want to do. But that motherfucker run by Know the truth. Know <laughs> the truth. Nigga, Baltimore, Chicago, uh Detroit. Did you see that St. shit with Louis? Chicago? This motherfucker's Chicago scudded. Like they was These, fucking with the tourists. The kids just was like, yo, we about to go out there and raise hell. They beating kids. They beat motherfuckers up. They jumping on cars. They doing all this shit. And Lori Lightfoot gets upset because somebody said it was mayhem out there. I wouldn't say they just need a place to be. No, fuck them kids. No, they don't need a place to be. They were collectively they like they were just they were just downtown looking for a place. These motherfuckers is gonna run walk you niggas into oblivion, dog. The motherfuckers is bad as fuck, man. Yeah, niggas ain't letting them. Look, you talk about niggas causing mayhem. Greek town in Detroit on a Saturday, Friday or Saturday night I was is down fucking there mayhem. Night, nigga. And the last shooting that was out there, that shit was about was right across the street from us. Mayhem. Nigga. That's ridiculous, though. Yeah, I just and we, I don't even be outside. Nigga. <laughs> I was in a cigar bar. Nigga. I'm I, kinda... <laughs> I just think we operated from a place of respect, and that place of respect is non-existent. 
It was like fear and respect. And you shame, my nigga. We need, shame. We need yeah. shame back. I mean, listen, this is why we need shame back, okay? Because you hoes and niggas is... Matter of fact, play that clip that you was playing earlier today. This nigga said... I'm like, yo, what? Which what one? The, the nigga said, yeah, they eat my... <laughs> oh, they eat my right. what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, yo... Five chicks. Yeah, yeah. I'm tr- <laughs> I think I say that shit. No way. This nigga said, yeah, yeah, they eat my butt. I'm like, nigga, what? It's trick daddy fault, bro. Listen, we need shame back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, ain't no shame in nothing. Niggas not afraid or shameful to be stupid. Nope. Niggas not ashamed to be un uneducated, unlearned, uninformed, unclothed. <laughs> nothing. Niggas not ashamed to kill, murder, rape. Nothing. There's no shame. Nothing. There should be some shame. You're right. I agree with you. Like, God A damn. A percent. Niggas is, I didn't say that shit. Don't worry about it. That shit was wild as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, man. I allowed them to eat my ass. <laughs> man. Like this is probably the worst time in the history of 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 fucked up shit. Somebody should have been on some Sodom and Gomorrah shit. Them <laughs> niggas ain't had the internet somebody, that we know of. Somebody in the background should have been like, pause. Niggas <laughs> will take their open ass, put that bitch on OnlyFans, and then send that shit around the fucking world. Yeah, that's no nasty shame. work. With no shame. That's nasty. Oh, here it go. Here it go. You found Rap, it. Yeah, rapper chaotic. That's the nigga name. Hold on, let me connect to the that explain there. Just play that shit right through the what you call. All right. Man, my relationship status, man. These my queens. These my beautiful girls right here, man. These are the girls that hold me down. They take care of me. They do everything for me, man. They eat my butt. <laughs> All of them. They eat my Shame. Butt. Back to back. Sometimes Shame. Together, sometimes they take turns. They the ones who make me feel like the king that I am. You understand what I'm saying? Without them, I would Queen. I mean, man, this shit is wild. No shame. Sometimes they do it together, and sometimes they take turns. My nigga Chaotic is living an amazing life. He was on Love and Hip Hop. Never heard of him. He, he a nasty nigga, dog. <laughs> you a nasty nigga, Chaotic. No shame, dog. We need shame back. Like make what? America shame again. <laughs> Matter of fact, find the name. Let's find the name of the podcast. Make <laughs> America shame again. When you talk about all this shit where people should be shameful, man, niggas yeah, be out hard. here just gluttons. Yeah, that's nigga, hard. eating anything. Shut up, nigga. I'm fat. Love it. Or you a fat phobic? That's what I said. Niggas need to go back to getting bullied just a little bit. It shouldn't be wrong to call people fat. I'm a bully because the world made me this way. It's white supremacy. <laughs> All right. Nigga. I was talking to shame. Some, I was talking to somebody about. I just went until we cut the case. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, it. I gotta tell you. There's some words I still want to be able to say to niggas. Yeah, and they probably offensive, but they should, fuck. they should be said. Well, just don't say it in public. Have some shame. You know what I'm saying? Say that shit privately, whatever. But niggas post everything on the internet. Nigga, I could go pick up. I know people. Because of the internet, I can go pick your kids up from school tomorrow, nigga. I know what he got on his paper yesterday. I know what school he go to. I know the project he did last Ain't week. Black it out. I know your first and last name. I know where you work. Oh, son, son just picked up a nigga. You ain't even shaping for your kids. Be safer out here, goddammit. Mo, at the end of the show, we get a bit and we always let our guests go first. Drop your socials again and where people can find you and where they can buy beats from. All right. My social. For Instagram, Motizzi, underscore, underscore, Motizzi, M-O-T-I-Z-Z-Y. What up, Mo? On Twitter, 
underscore. Um, y'all can come to me strictly on those sites. DM me. I do have a price. If you can't pay it, you just won't get it. And yeah, that's that. Shout out to everybody I got love for. Simple enough. It's your man Dame three underscores three one three on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. A uh, new episode of Dame After Dark will be up sometime next week. Look, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast, bitch. Book some time. The brand strong around this bitch. And shout out to my dogs this week in culture. Wrapping it up with the snowfall episode. Mm. They do it for the culture. Shout out to my dogs, Jan and man. Rest in peace to. Snowfall Six seasons Great fucking show You know what I'm saying I'll add uh, This Week in Culture uh, To catch that review um, If you ain't getting up 70 fucking voice notes Nigga 70 Nigga sent in 70 voice notes And it's probably More than that by now Cause I got yeah, I gotta cut it off Well we doing a voice note Only episode It's 80 It's 80 emails In this month Still Y'all can't play 80 voice notes Um but we can do whatever the fuck we want to do. You're you feel right. me? That's 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 the thing. You know what I'm saying? And the people want to hear their fucking voice. They they want to hear their fucking voice on the pod. They gonna listen. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Um, people have spoken. Boy, you see the blue and the black. You know where you at? Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Bug some time. Shout out to Motizzi for coming through, man. You're I really, appreciate y'all. You're a really hey, good musician, my G. Thank you. I you know appreciate y'all. All them shits is fire. So y'all know where to tap in. Again, when you see and pay blue- that man price. It is what you're trying to negotiate a haggle. Pay this fucking price. I'm broke, nigga. I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jan Dang. Hell yeah. Peace. Peace.